the only I am that I am. What is planted is planted. What he has to come comes. It whatever that he has done that is done. Bless his holy name. Magnify him, the almighty God can do new things. Our heaven, faithful God. Our King of glory. Our Lord of lords. Our eternal rock of ages. The Lord who has brought us to the new year 2021. It didn't allow all the pandemic to carry you away in the last year. Bless him, bless him. Bless him, bless him. In Jesus' name we pray. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I shake Because I know, oh, a horse by future. Thy word is what the living just because it lives. Your banner over me. Babari Kasara. Your banana rover me. Mashekera baba baba. Your banner rover me. Oh yes. Ela. Emareke ya. Your banner rover me. Our father. Your banner Father, on behalf of all this, your children, this, your sons and your daughters, we want to say thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your backings. Thank you for preservation. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for embracing them. Thank you for using them. Thank you for energizing them. Thank you for your empowerment upon their lives. Please, Daddy, this hour, accept our thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. This morning, just as the way you promised in their individual lives, come and do a new thing. A new thing that we glorify your name more. Do this hour in the name of Jesus. Let there be salvation today. Let there be healing right now. Let there be deliverance right now. At the end of everything this hour, let only your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. And say amen louder. Let someone shout hallelujah.
God bless you. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. And the message will be titled, New Dimensions. I mark my words. I didn't say the sermon. I said the message. Because I don't believe that the pulpit is meant for sermons any longer. It is time to hear from God and deliver the message of the Almighty God for the liberation of the people. Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. I think I am a youth church. I thought your amen would roar more than that. <laughs> Behold, I will do a new thing. Now is a spring forth. When? I can't hear you. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And because we are having a Sunday service, it's not an all-night prayer, so there will be no enough time to pray and pray and pray. So what I have been led to do this hour by the power of the Holy Spirit and by directive of the Holy Spirit is to combine the office of a minister or pastor to that office of a prophet. So from time to time, you will hear certain declarations from here, prophetically. I want to assure you, before you leave here today, something new will begin your life. Let me list the thing out by reading a passage. What the Lord has meant for us today. You see all these, at least some of them, in Luke chapter 5, and you permit me to read from verse 1 to 7. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 7. And it came to pass that uh, the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Genesaree and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the sheep, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the sheep. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, I thy word, I will lay down the net. Let me say this before I go on. Somebody is here at this hour. Your toiling wilderness is over. Your toiling experience is over. 
verse 6 and 7. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of faces and their neck break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which you are, and the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ship so that they began to sink. I don't need to go over the story. We know the story very well. At least five new things that Almighty God has promised to do in our lives. And these new things, because the Almighty God has introduced the world now, this new thing will happen and will begin your life from now. Let the, your amen ascend into heaven. Number one, from today onward in the new dimension, there will be satisfaction in all that you have engaged yourself in. Satisfaction in our individual engagement. Before that time, Peter had been frustrated. No hope. Toiled all the night with nothing to show for it. But when the Almighty God appeared the following day, satisfaction entered. Imagine a professional fisherman for that matter. Who toiled all the night and he has spent everything that he knew. But nothing to show for it. But the same man now has suddenly become the employer of labor. Because they had to beckon for order, come and help us. I don't know where you have been struggling. Either in your physical realm, in your spiritual realm, in your marital realm, in your academic realm, in that research that you are engaging in. Satisfaction is coming your way today in the name of Jesus. There is no one who has started something. As you are listening to me right now, you've started something. Either at low scale level or up there. And that means there are certain steps you have decided to take in life. And there will be no satisfaction. In the new dimension of what God is going to do, there will be no more labor laws. Come on, say amen louder. In Judges chapter 9, verse 8 to 13, Judges 9, 8 to 13, that is where certain trees were being approached. They started from only tree. Come and reign over us. Only tree say, I'm satisfied with what God has endowed in my hand. And I cannot just leave what I'm doing right now to be king over anyone. Because through me, the almighty God is satisfied. They left the holy tree and they went straight to the fig tree. Come and reign over all. The fig tree also told them I'm satisfied. By the special grace of God today, satisfaction is coming your way. 
in every endeavor, in every step, in all your undertaking. Satisfaction is coming your way in the name of Jesus. Come on, say amen louder. Let me prophesy your life according to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 4 to 5. Stand on your feet, please, and lift up your two hands. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 4 to 5. I'm going to read this at it as it is, and let your amen be echoed into heaven. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. And the fruit of your ground. And the fruit of your cattle. And the increase of thy kind. And the flood of thy seed. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Put your professions into those things that are free. Here, basically, they were farmers. But God is saying today, in every aspect of your discipline, you will be blessed in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to your life, in the mighty name of Jesus, even as you have started something, that something will experience satisfaction. Come on, say amen louder. May Satan God bless you. That is the four new things, the dimension the Almighty God taking on. Number two, a defined location and defined appointment. Don't be surprised this year when they finally speaking. God decides to have you located to pay you a visit in a new dimension and right there to appoint you to do something great for him. The Lord has decided this year that never will any of us be useless this year. You will be located and an appointment is coming your way. That's what happened in verse 3. And he entered into one of the sheep. Don't forget, Peter didn't pray for Jesus to come into a sheep. But the Almighty God located him. And suddenly the Almighty God decided to appoint his own sheep for the use of the kingdom. That is a new dimension. God is taking us to. A day came, God visited me some times ago. And a miracle happened suddenly. A miracle that made me to get permission from my wife to go and pray somewhere for 21 days. Not to ask for something, to ask God, how do I go about this miracle? It had to be a spiritual matter. This time around, somebody said that God will pay a visit. Let that one say amen louder. That's what happened to David in Psalm 89, verse 20 to 24. Psalm 89, 20 to 24. The Almighty God said, I have found David. David didn't find God. It was the Almighty God who located him. My servant with oh, my holy oil have anointed him. So immediately I found him, I appointed him, I anointed him, and empowered him. With whom my hands have been established, my arm also shall strengthen him. 
Oh, the enemies are not exalted upon me, nor the sound of wickedness afflict him. You can hear David when he was running up his life. Boldly he said, I love that, said, I have been young. Now I am old. I've never seen righteous forsaking or children begging bread. One day he stood up when he was running up his life also. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered them from them all. Why? Because the almighty God located him one day and anointed him. It is your turn. I can't hear you. It is your turn. Stand on your feet and receive this particular pronouncement upon you. Before the sun says today, the finally speaking, you will be located. And every disappointment in your life will be terminated. The anointing of the Almighty God will be upon you. The hands of the Almighty God will touch you. The grace of the Almighty God will overshadow you. By the garment of the Almighty God will decorate you. You will be located. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I can't hear your amen louder. The second dimension that the Lord has decided to do in a new way is define occupancy. When the Almighty God decides to do missile, to tabernacle with you, to dwell where you dwell, to stay with you. And by the time that one is done, you begin to experience a miracle that you yourself won't be able to explain. That's what he did. In that particular Luke chapter 5 that we have read, he decided to make use of that of Peter, of Simon's. In John chapter 6, verse 19 to 21, John 6, 19 to 21, afar off, we don't know the distance that Jesus was toward where the disciples were, but he saw them afar off. That if a miracle didn't happen, they would be drowned. And what did he do? He suspended certain laws. He began to walk on water. The law of gravity or whatever law you call it. And right there they thought it was a ghost. Do you know one of the things the Almighty God is going to do for you today? Certain law will be suspended in order to appear to you. I can't hear your amen louder. He suspended and began to walk on water. They thought he was a ghost. But he cried out, It is I, be not afraid. And the Bible says in verse 21, Then they winningly received him into their boat. And if you permit me to read it, the New King James Version, the Bible says immediately the boats watered the land where they were going. Let me, let me explain. Let's say I am going to somewhere, let's say Ibadan from here, and this is just a few minutes to 10. 
and your pastor here, who is mobile, saw me. He said, why? I said, I have not seen my driver. Where are you? I said, I'm having a program in Ibadan. Five minutes time from now. I said, I'm going to Ibadan anyway. Let me carry you. When the driver comes, he will come and meet you. Let's say immediately we enter. We find ourselves in Ibadan. Pump. The Lord God himself showcased his almightiness to make that destiny fulfilled on time. They ought to have been there. How before now that the Lord brought together and the tikkun of our wife get there. Brethren, I don't know how far your destiny has been to you. And you never thought you would be there on time. When he decides to occupy your life, suddenly you are going to discover a new dimension. Suddenly you are going to discover the journey that very far away, you are already there in the tinkle of an eye. By his grace, as you are listening to the sound of this message, a dimension is coming your way that you yourself will know that there's a big difference between labor and faithful. Yeah. I, I can't hear your amen louder. Yeah. I grew up in a heavily diabolical people. Thank God they couldn't influence me before Jesus Christ saved me. In the 70s, 68, 69, 70, my uncle told me that you are still very young, but the time you come, you'll be 45. I saw this uncle, excuse me, I didn't read this one in the book, I saw it with my naked eye. You know, Doc, that domestic fowl, in my mother tongue, we call it pepper, yeah? you know, have you ever seen it before? You know, the egg is bigger than the end. My uncle, without cooking the egg, put the egg of the dog inside the bottle without breaking the egg. And they told me, he told me, this is how we, 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 we put the destiny of people inside the bottle. They said, you'll be fortified. Then that day, he told me, I still remember, said the time is coming, we will fortify you. That when there is any accident at all, no matter what happened, you will be catapulted. Another one, <laughs> but he made the statement that I can never forget in my life. He said, when that thing catapults you, it will not take you to where you are going. It can hang you on a roko tree. You can land inside the water. But look at the bay of Jesus here. Hey, when that of Jesus carries you, it's going to take you to where you are going. Let somebody shout hallelujah. That's what he did for Jonah. He just commanded one of his agents, called the way, go and swallow him. And by the time he commanded the fish to vomit him, look, that fee for me, tell Jonah to where Jonah was going. 
Jonah didn't say, please, where is the way to Nineveh? He permitted him there. The Lord will carry you today. He will take you to your destination. Fulfillment of your dreams. Carry you to where you are going. I can hear your amen louder. Lift up your two hands. I profess into your life today that the Lord God himself will take over your life. We take over every aspect of your life. We domicile with you. We tabernacle with you. We dwell with you. And you begin to experience his miracles. Come on, say amen louder. Number four of dimension the Lord is taking us to is defined directive and instruction. After the master Jesus had made use of his bows, he now said, now let your net down here. Let your net here. The man, because of the professionalism as, as it were, very keen in the ministry of fishing. He knew when to catch. He understood the time. So he came right there at the right time. He made use of the right tools and all the knowledge he packed together. He was not a trained fisherman. He was born a fisherman. And right there he said, Jesus, <laughs> we have toiled all the night, but we have caught nothing. But because you have said it, I will obey you. And we all know the resultant effect of that obedience. Ha! Ah, I have a good news for you. It is in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. Isaiah 30, 21. What is that good news? You're here, we hear a word behind you. Only the choir heard what I said. You're here, we hear a word behind you. Saying this is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the left or to the right, and it shall be well with you. No, you know, there are different between trial and error. The reason why the life is being delayed, the life is being terminated, that the matter of trial and error. And the time is going. But from today, God will begin to tell you specifically what you are to do, when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. I can't hear your amen louder. Every agent that has been wasting your life, the appointment will be terminated today. In the mighty name of Jesus, what you are to study in life, where you are to work in life, when to work, when to resign, when to establish your own, when to marry, how many children you are to have, by the special grace of God, declaration, Clearance of vision, clearance of decision. It's coming your way today in the name of Jesus. And then let me give you the third thing, I mean the final thing. Before I give you certain instruction in the next few minutes. All that is needed. In all the things that the Almighty God is going to take us to is 
individual obedience. Peter obeyed. And that is why he had that miracle. In Exodus chapter 19, verse 4 to 5. Exodus 19, 4 to 5. The Almighty God, you have witnessed yourself. What I did to the people of Egypt. And now I carry you on wiggle wings. Therefore, obey me. Because you are yet to see anything. You have not seen anything yet. Philip ministered to Nathaniel. Nathaniel began to speak theologically. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said, come and see. And by the time Nathaniel got to Jesus and saw what he could not imagine, Jesus said, you have not seen anything yet. Thereafter, said, you will see heaven open. By the special grace of God, when we begin to obey him today, we begin to see his almightiness in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand now. Say, Lord, with all my heart, I will thoroughly obey you this year. Let God hear your voice. With all my heart, I will thoroughly obey you this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me now come to certain crucial issue. One the Lord has spoken. His word is settled forever. If he has said, I will do a new thing. Now is I bring forth. Believe me honestly. Once he had made that statement, his word is settled. Then we are to know what to do in order not to miss it. Three things I will let you know now. If you can do it, Definitely you are going to see a new dimension God is taking us to in your ministerial life, in your spiritual life, in your academic life, in your professional life, in your career life, in your business, in everything. What are those things? Number one, don't add God. A-double-D. Don't add God to your success equation. It's a strange word. Don't hurt God. What do I mean by that? This is when you are making God to be one of the ingredients of success. After you have packaged everything together, you now say, let us hurt God. Jacob in Genesis 32 Jacob in Genesis 2 saw Pepe because he had a God thereafter. And when you decide to hurt God, definitely I'm not speaking apologetically now. It is true. Short people will sustain scars in the battle of life. And this scar could disfigure your appearance for life. That is when Jacob came back to himself. Now began to go back to God. Find out from the life of Jacob. Right there from the time when he had met God in that what they call better. Never again. I see a far. Say, God, I'm here. That's why I say God says, go back to better. 
And by the time he rescued that night, according to Genesis 32, 24 to 31, the Bible says, the angel took the whole of his tie, and the whole of Jacob's tie was out of joint. He lived, according to verse 31, till he died. Because what he did was to hurt God later. I want to beg you, never, never decide to hurt God. What should you do? Jesus gave all the instruction. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, of God, and the righteousness, and every other will be added. Don't hide every, don't gather every other. Don't seek every other thing and begin to hide God. It cannot work. So this year, by the special grace of God, you won't sustain any scar. Lift up your two hands. Let me lead you into this prayer. Say, Lord, throughout this year, you will be number one in my life. Lord, throughout this year, I will sustain no scars. Lord, throughout this year, I will sustain no injuries. You will fight for me. And Lord, I will hold my peace. In Jesus' name. That is what most told people. Stand still. And see the surface of the Lord. According to Exodus 14, 13 and 14. Take your seat. Number two. What you should do this year is that don't subtract God from your life equation. Number one, don't add God. And I've explained what that means. Number two, don't subtract God. This is when God is left out after a period of time. Sometimes it is as a result of discouragement or frustration or lack of faith. He's been there all the time. He's been there in everything. But suddenly... He said, Lord, I think I've gotten it now. Be on your own. Never. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 18 to 19. Jeremiah 2, 18 to 19. Say, when you go back to Egypt, you'll be ridiculed. When you decide to drink the water of, of, of Assyria, of Babylon, you'll be ridiculed. He said, therefore, stay with me. And let me show you a practical example. Because the enemy of our soul. They normally make use of such a faculty to cause certain generational damages. Let me take Ismail. The birth of Ismail, for example, in Genesis chapter 16, verse 2 to 4. Genesis 16 to 2 to 4. God had promised Abraham and Sarah, you will have your child. That promised child is coming. A time came. They removed God from the equation of their life. Sarah himself was the one who went to her husband, Abraham. This is my maid. I give to you. You know the story. And the resultant effect of that happened to be Ismail. And that particular matter of mathematical something 
in the tinkle of an eye that day, we are still suffering today because if there was no birth of Ishmael, there'd be no Al-Qaeda, there'd be no Boko Haram, there'd be no ISIS, there'd be no s and many other terrorists like that. I'm trusting God. The step you are going to take today that will militate against your life tomorrow, you will never take it in Jesus' name. Let's act like the woman who got miracle through the prophetic entrance of prophet Elijah in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. 2 Kings 4, 6 to 7. You know, after that woman borrowed vessel, not a view, closed the door against herself, and then Paul began to pour, and suddenly the empty vessel finished, and it stopped. It didn't just jubilate. Say, yes, I've gotten it. If he had to go back to the prophet, it has happened. What should I do now? Excuse me. When the Lord has blessed you, never remove God from the equation of your life. Finally, never leave God out of your life equation. The first one, don't add him. The second one, don't subtract him. The third one, don't forget him. Many, many a day, they don't think about this God at all in their, in their life equation. Job chapter 21, verse 15. I will round up from there. Job 21, 15. In the original King James Fashion, the Bible says, what is the Almighty? Can you see? They didn't even say, who is the Almighty? They say, what is the Almighty that we serve him, that we should serve him? And what prophets do we have? If we pray unto him, they totally forgotten God. God is not in their equation. If you see them in the church at all, it's, it's, it's because um, they just want to enjoy music and so on and so forth. I'm trusting God for somebody here today. By the special grace of God, this new dimension, God is taking also with the manifested in your life. But take notice of this. Don't add God. Don't subtract God. And don't neglect God. Let God be everything, concerning everything, concerning everything. Let me make use of this. Then I'm going to pray. We are the key. I mean, we are the, um, the stick. The stick here. Can I have the stick here? I think I have it here. God bless you. The Bible says, the preaching of the cross. And what is this? The cross. To them that are perished foolishness. But to those who are saved in the power of God. This is the cross. But mathematically speaking, a combination of two lines. This is what they call horizontal. This is what they call particle. And when I remove this one, you have another mathematical sign called minus. Without God from above, we are minus. Minus joy, minus peace, minus everything. So a day that you now look up and you cry for help and the Lord looks down from heaven and comes into your life, you can see it's coming now. It's coming. It's coming. And down. Turn your minus to plus. 
that what Jesus meant in that John 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and the righteousness. What will happen? All others will be hearted. All other things will be hearted. Stand on your feet wherever you are. Stand on your feet wherever you are. The question we need to ask ourselves right now is this. Since I've been struggling on my home, how far have I been able to go? How far? All eyes closed. Wherever you are right now, permit this almighty God to be your focal point, to be the center of your attraction, to be all and all in your life. I would like to pray for some people in a moment. You are here today, you want to make this God the center of attraction of your life. Want him to take over so that all the dimension we are talking about can begin to happen to you from today. And much, much more than that, he's going to use you mightily for his kingdom. And in the kingdom to come, your name will be written in the book of life. What a glorious moment. All highs close. You are here. You want to surrender your life to him. Kindly lift up your hand wherever you are. I'd like to pray for some people before we go. Lift up your hand wherever you are. This is the decisive moment of your life. This is the moment the almighty God has been waiting for. Lift up your hand wherever you are. This is your life. 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 Taparika santara Let's take this song. And if you have risen up your hand, please come to the front here. Come to the front here. Come and surrender your life to Jesus. The time has gone. Come and surrender your life to Jesus. Your love is kind. Your love is safe. Let's sing that song. You can begin to come now. Come now. Come now. Come and surrender your life to him. The one who is ready to embrace you today. Come, 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 come. waiting for you. Come, come, come. I'm still waiting for you for a few seconds more. Come and surrender your life to him. He will embrace you today. Yes, daddy God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. If everybody here is a Christian, to God be the glory. That means we shall intensify our evangelism to bring those who have not given their life to Jesus to church from time to time. And the Lord will empower us for that assignment in Jesus' name. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Thank you, Father God. The Lord God himself who decided 
to pay Peter a visit and turned his life gloriously for the better. The same God that visited David. I have found David of my holy oil have I anointed him. The same almighty God that brought a man from prison in the morning and made him to be a prime minister in the evening. The same God that entered to the boat and deceived all disciples and they got to where they were going immediately. Before the sun sets today, this same God will pay you a visit. Yeah. It will magnify his name in your life. Yeah. By his special grace, in a new dimension, you will begin to fulfill destiny. The power of the Almighty God will be released upon your life. You will be a great vessel in the hand of the Almighty. I pray for all the youth here today that by the special grace of God, the Lord God himself will create a conducive environment for your tomorrow. You will never, never, never regret serving the Lord. Thank you, Daddy, for having answer. Is any of you sick right now? Be healed in the name of Jesus. Is any of you experiencing a downward movement? Be lifted in the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless all your pastors. He will bless their wives. We bless all the ministers. We bless every worker. And we bless every member of this church. Thank you, Daddy, for having answer. In Jesus' name we pray. Come and say amen louder. Can someone shout a resounding hallelujah? Amen.